to the We Hate Anime Podcast, the only anime podcast that is completely alone. That's right. Unfortunately, this week, all you have is me, uh, due to some scheduling changes and some uh, issues just in general. Uh, we weren't able to make it together, nor was I able to get a guest on. It's really unfortunate. Um, especially since, uh, Frog, uh, basically, uh, he, 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 uh, got a new job, which is good for him. And, uh, he had taken a week off between jobs. He uh, could have recorded it, just didn't fall into line between Moth's, uh, uh, schedule-intensive... A medical job during a fucking uh, global pandemic, although national at this point, let's be honest. And uh, my work schedule being absolutely insane. Uh, we just weren't able to, like, actually get together. Even right now, I'm recording this two days before it actually is going up. And I just got off work an hour ago. It's, uh... It's it's incredibly last minute. Uh, the only other option would have been to give you guys another a fist of film reel, which uh, I don't want to use that like a crutch. Um, I mean, I love the fist of film reel podcast. I uh, hope you all listen to it, but uh, it's not something that uh, I want to just throw up there whenever we can't make it for whatever reason. Because then it feels like I'm, I'm using our other podcast, or not our other podcast, but Nicole's podcasts as filler material. You know what I mean? Uh, listen to the to the Fist of Femur podcast, by the way. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, just going to be a really, really short episode. And I'm just going to sit here, I'm going to talk, and I hope you enjoy it. Um, I was originally going to do stuff like this way back when. If you are subscribed to the YouTube channel, you can actually go back and find some videos from 2017 where I just uh, completely unscripted talk about uh, anime. I did two of them. I did one for Cowboy Bebop and one for uh, Devilman Crybaby. And uh, I actually think those episodes, I mean, those videos are, are surprisingly not that bad. Um... Really minimal editing style in those videos, though. Uh, which, this is just going to be uh, mostly minimal as well. Um, but yeah, it's 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 really interesting. Um, if this is something that you guys don't hate, feel free to let me know. And maybe I'll uh, do something like this in the future. Uh, I had planned to do some unscripted content before in the past... Um, more so than just those two videos that I made. Uh, I just never got around to it. Uh, it's really hard to motivate myself to make something if I feel like no one likes it. Uh, which is, like, part of the reason it took me so long to actually do anything. Like, this podcast is, uh, pretty much the first thing I, I'm happy with. Because people like it, uh, I think. Um, some people like it. Um... It's, uh, it's my little baby. Uh, which, by the way, if you do like the podcast, uh, let me know. Let us know. Join the Discord. Uh, Frog and I aren't that active in it, uh, for personal reasons. Uh, but you should still join it, and if a community grows there, we will become more active there. Um, also, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, leave a comment. 
uh, actually engage with us. Uh, I, I, I do check comments about once a week. Uh, just because this, I don't upload this to my personal account. Um, and uh, if you listen to us on a uh, service, like uh, iTunes or uh, Apple Pod, or not Apple Podcasts, but uh, uh, Android Podcasts or whatever they... Uh, Google, Google Music or whatever they call it. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck it. Uh, if you listen to us somewhere, leave a review. It really does help us out. Like whether you uh, uh, realize it or not, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Every subscriber we get is uh, a little bit closer to uh, reaching a thousand. And once we reach a thousand, uh, I can uh, monetize it, which uh, will help uh, quite a bit, actually. Um. Also, I've had at least one person ask us to create a Patreon, uh, which I haven't wanted to do, not until I reach a uh, thousand subscribers, because I getting paid for this stuff is something I feel like I, we need to earn. It's not something that we should just do, which I realize is really stupid. Like, God, I, could, I should I should be milking you guys like little pay piggies. And you should oink, oink for me, and I'll give you my bad opinions on anime, and uh, you can give me all your hard-earned money. It'd be great. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I'm not like that. I'm not a horrible human being, no matter how much I tell myself I am. Uh, but, yeah. This is just a, a chill, little, tiny episode. Just you, me. Uh, with, uh, chatting about, uh, a video game that I recently beat. Um, it's called Omori. If you've never heard of Omori, it's, uh... It's... It's really difficult to talk about. Because it's not going to be everyone's thing. Omori is... Like... Hard? It's really personal. You get the feel like when I say hard, I don't mean like it's difficult. Uh, the beginning it can be a little difficult, but like by mid game, you have way too much money than you know what to do with, and you have just free healing items. Uh, when I say it's difficult, I mean it's incredibly personal. It's one of those games that if you are like a well-rounded individual, um and you don't have the ability to really engage with media and put yourself into it, uh, you're not going to get that much out of it. Um, it has uh, It's an RPG Maker game, uh, which you might be rolling your head just hearing, but uh, bear with me, it, it's not bad. It's actually very good. Um, it's, uh, it, it, the combat is, is unlike any other RPG Maker game. It, it's, it's got horror elements, which... <laughs> Surprise an RPG Maker game with horror elements, uh, but uh, it's it's not like uh, like a lot of other RPG Maker horror games where it's just oh random jump scare and then you're dead, you know. Instead, it's it's more uh, it's more atmospheric than that. Like the scares in Omori are genuinely haunting. It, it's essentially a story about learning to forgive yourself, uh, and it does so in in such a real feeling way like i i played this game for my playthrough was about 24 hours just because i was fucking around a lot you could easily beat this game in 20 or under uh and that's pretty long for an rpg maker game and it's only 20 bucks like you should 
really play this game. If you have 20 bucks and you don't hate turn-based combat, it, you should definitely play this game. Um, but it's, it's basically just about this kid who has been hold, hold up inside their house for four years after a tragic event that took place in their life. And it's, uh, uh, while hold up inside their house, they basically have created like a, a world inside their own dreams where they can uh, spend time with their friends from before this tragic event occurred. And the game takes place uh, four days before the main character. You get to name. Uh, there's a canon name. The canon name's Sonny, but canon names are cringe. Um, I named him Mike because I was like, oh, I'm going to name myself Mike. Uh... <laughs> The the game gets the story gets way too real for me to have picked my own name, which made it hit a little bit more. Uh, which uh, if you if you like that kind of stuff, definitely name the main character after yourself. It will make it a lot more real towards the end. Like when you're inside the dream world, uh, when you're inside the dream world, the main character is called Omori, uh, and there are moments where you'll be inside the dream world, and a character will address you. Uh, the person who is not a Mori, and it's like, oh, <laughs> uh, that was a little real. <laughs> it gets it gets really really fucked up. Uh, like it's a very it, it feels so incredibly real. Like I I feel like the the the, the artist behind this. Uh, I think they're called Omocat. I feel like they have went through some real fucking shit. And I really identified with it. And it's just so powerful. Like, I finished it last night. And I had been grappling with the implications of the story uh, all day. Like, it, 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 I wouldn't say it ruined my uh, night or, or my day even. But I'd say, like, the, the, what it has to say about, like, forgiveness, uh, and depression, it's, it's so incredibly thought-provoking. And it, it, it really asks you, can you forgive yourself for the, for an awful thing? Like, if you do something awful, truly, truly awful, would you be able to forgive yourself? And, there, the 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 game itself has an answer, like because Sunny is a character. Even if you name it after yourself or whoever, however you name it, Sunny is a character. And rather than, uh, uh, like telling you, like you, the person playing this game, that you should forgive yourself, it's more so. It feels more like personal, like. Sonny has to learn how to forgive himself to get past it. But it definitely, like, it leaves you with the impression of, of like, can you forgive yourself? And isn't it important that you do? Can't, it, you can't move on in your own life unless you learn to move on. And, like, the, the event, I won't, I'm not gonna fucking talk about spoilers, dude. Uh, but the event that happens, it's, it's so much more than what you think it is. Like, like it, you'll play the game and you'll think you know what it is. 
and then you'll get to the last minute and it's not it is not what you think it is and it's super fucking cool um man this game it, it is genuinely amazing i highly recommend anyone listening to this if you have 20 bucks you should just go buy it on steam uh apparently a switch versions coming eventually um this would be a perfect switch game because uh, you can just pick it up and, and put it down. And uh, it has a uh, a 3 by 4 aspect ratio, which is weird. Um, but I don't hate it. You know, it's like, it's, it feels like a... It feel, honestly, it feels like a really great Game Boy RPG. Uh, but with writing better than any Game Boy RPG. And I mean Game Boy Color, obviously. Or Game Boy Advanced, I should say. Oh, man. If you've... If you're a fan of turn-based RPGs, you owe it to yourself to give it a shot. Especially if you like things like Yumi Nikki, or, um... I hate comparing it to it, but if you, like... If you really like Undertale, and like, like, the more meta aspects of it, I feel like you can get a lot out of this game. Um, I don't like comparing it to Undertale. It has, it has a very cutesy, like, uh, aesthetic... Similar to how like Undertale is like more cutesy and and kitty and and uh, goofy, but like the the cutesiness in Omori hides like it it is an, it intentionally hides the darker aspects of the story. Like it, it's a, it's essentially a game about diving into your own uh, uh like self conscious because you're going through your own dreams. Like there's there's dream logics like inside your your own dreams nothing fucking makes sense. Like, there are optional boss fights against fucking Pluto. The, the fucking planet Pluto. It's, uh, it's weird. It, but it's cool. It's fun. Um, I, I really think this game, I don't think it's being overlooked. I think it has a lot of it. Um, due in part to, like, fuck people like fucking Game Freak and the weird, uh, subculture that's rising up around it. Uh, but I try not to judge things based off of stuff like that, you know? So I gave it a shot. Uh, it was Nitro Rad's video. If, you, if you've ever seen Nitro Rad, uh, Nitro Rad did a, a really cool video on it. And uh, <laughs> he makes some really weird mistakes. Uh, like, uh, there's a character in the, ga- name, uh, in the game named uh, uh, Mari. M-A-R-I. And he, he calls her Mary for some reason. Like, that's not how you... Pr- <laughs> She's she's very clearly like Asian coded like it's Mari <laughs> and uh, uh, he there there's some other little things in there like uh, uh, I, I can't talk about it in his video where I was like that's a weird that's a that you're not you are not correct sir uh, but that video it, it, watch until the point where he says I'm about to get into spoilers uh, don't continue watching uh, if you don't want to be spoiled. Which I think is like ten minutes into the video, give or take. Uh, that's up to where I watched. Everything after that is like giant spoil spoil town. Um, but everything up up to there is only like the first five or so hours, uh, which is not that much. Um, if you are interested in the game from just that, like cause that's literally, I watched that much of his video and was like, okay, I'm I'm gonna stop playing, and then I bought it and I started playing it. Um, and if you're interested in it just from that little bit, I would highly recommend jumping in because it's, it's a ride. Like I, I did nothing but play it for a solid two days, two, two, three days. 
and uh, I, there's a there's a second route you can do uh, called the Hikikimori route, where you just like uh, instead of like uh, going and talking with your friends in the real world, because there's a, there's the dream world and the real world, uh, you just stay home, and uh, that route is uh, the the ending ends up being very similar, but it's a completely different ride uh, after a certain point, and I'm and in a few months I'll probably go through that just just because I. I enjoyed the game that much. Um, but yeah, that's so Mori. Uh, play it, or don't. Uh, if you want to be lame or cringe, don't play it at all. Or if you don't like turn-based games, uh, you're wrong. That's a call-out post for Frog. Uh, I guess now I'll just uh, go into Interstellar 555. Guys, did you hear the the, the news? Um, Daft Punk is gone. Uh, it fucking sucks, dude. Like, uh, I, I, I absolutely, like, I, I'm not a big Daft Punk fan. Um, I wouldn't call myself, like, uh, uh, whatever you, a Daft Punk fan would call themselves. Um, I enjoy most, I'm listening to them right now as I'm recording this, just to get myself in that feel. And I do really, really like Daft Punk. But they aren't, like, super important to me like they are for other people. That's part of the reason why I really... Boy. Um, having him here, I feel like he'd have a lot more to say. Especially about uh, Daft Punk, but also about Interstellar 555. Um, this is such a weird... It's such an interesting, weird little piece of animation. Um, if you've never seen Interstellar 5555... It's basically, it's basically a massive throwback, throwback to uh, anime from the seventies and eighties, uh, while also being the best uh, music video for uh, anyone, uh, anyone's like uh, music, because it it's literally an entire Daft Punk album uh, animated over. <laughs> it it. it it leads to some really cool imagery, some some like really great moments where, uh, and it doesn't happen that often where the them playing the music syncs up with the video or with the animation in a way, uh, like uh, like someone will I'm trying to think of a good example. Uh, I can't off the top of my head because I watched this a week and a half ago. Um, but it, it it's just really cool, like. Like, I can't think of anything like this, really. Like, you can find examples of, like, obviously animated music videos, but I don't know that many musicians that have taken their music and, like, you could find examples of, of, of like, musicals that use licensed music uh, to as part of their story, but they would have story to it. And Interstellar 5555... It's nothing but vi visuals, a few sound effects, and the music. Like even during the parts of the of, of the the show that don't have like characters interacting, they'll just be playing instrumental uh, Daft Punk songs, and it's it's so cool. Like it's insanely nuts and fucking awesome. Uh, it's it's just. 
it's really hard to talk about. Not not because there's anything, not because like there's spoilers. Spoilers, because you don't watch this for the story. The story is bone like it is. It is almost no meat. Like it, it's essentially like if I were to tell you the story, it's basically like an allegory for what the record record in, industry does to new talent, where it will take interesting musicians. Uh, uh, like, uh, suit them up to fit their, like, their, uh, wants to, like, uh, and hate to be a Michael meme, but it's literally, uh, I've been trying to dance around it uh, in this description, but, like, literally it's, it's, it's about how, like, the, the music industry, uh, through, like, capitalism exploits, uh, uh, genuine talent, uh, and leads le- leaves them drained, and then disposes of them whenever they've uh, run out their usefulness. Uh, and the talent in question uh, happens to be aliens that are kidnapped, uh, whitewashed as part of the story, uh, and are forced to play music uh, uh, against their will. Uh, and... It's, uh, it, that's basically it. Like, there's, there's not much more to it, um, than that. Like, it's, it's not like one of those things where, oh, Mike, you're reading into it too much. It's literally, like, like, the main antagonist dude, <laughs> the main antagonist dude is literally a cigar-chomping, like, 90s villain. Like, this is based off of, like, 70s and 80s anime, right? Like, there's no, like, deep layer to... Like, there's no, when I say there's no deep layer, I don't mean there's not, like, symbolism, obviously, but there's no, like, obfuscation. Like, if I say this is, this anime is very clearly a a music industry bad thing, uh, and and I make, the the only further implication I make there involves capitalism, but, like, literally the only reason the music industry is bad is because of capitalist profit motive. Uh, but this isn't, like... (laughs) This isn't the anime podcast featuring Karl Marx or whatever. This is We Hate Anime. Um, but yeah, it, it's just really interesting to, like, like, I think it would be, I think it'd be kind of fair to say, like, Death Punk have been popular for a long, long time. But they've never been huge, right? It's really interesting that Daft Punk are the people that went to Toei, and I and I I, I was gonna do some research into this, but uh, Moth said that Moth would do research for the episode, uh, which I was surprised because uh, I I wanted to talk about more about like the uh, motivations behind uh, this, uh, but I believe because Moth's not here, uh, I I can't really refer to whatever he did or didn't look up. Um, but the Daft Punk, uh, and Toei teamed up to make this, and it's so strange to see, like, A, the, one of the biggest, uh, musical artists in the world, and the biggest anime production studio in the world, teaming up to make a, like, a, an anti, uh, <laughs> not an anti-capitalist, this is, this is... <laughs> I'm not going to go so far as to say it's anti-capitalist. It's just anti uh the music industry uh thing. Like I feel like like having two different stars have like like come together and be like, "Yeah, 
the 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 music industry fucking sucks. And there's just something that feels weird to me about that. Um, not for any good reason. It just feels that way. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's because I'm just trying to talk to fill time because uh, I'm doing this by myself and uh, <laughs> this fucking sucks. Uh, this doesn't suck. I think I think I've had a good conversation here with myself. Um. Yeah, Interstellar 505. It's also got this really weird aspect ratio. Uh, and I say weird. I don't think it's weird. But, like, you look up reviews for Interstellar 5, Interstellar 5555, and you just see people, like, you, any negative review will always bring up the fact that it has a, a, f- a 5, uh, a, a, sorry, a 3, a 4 by 3 aspect ratio. And this this was uh, this was made in like the middle two thousands, and people go like, why isn't it like why isn't it fucking widescreen, bro? Like, come on, it's like, dude, that's a fuck. It's uh, what is artistic choice? What is like like it's so clearly cribbing from that like old seventies, eighties, and even sixties style animation. Like, why else would Daft Punk uh, team up with Toei? who, uh, outside of the occasional series, uh, just makes shitty middle-of-the-road animation. Uh, <laughs> which is why they're so big. They just pump out so much of it. Uh, and granted, they, they, they don't have, like, no good examples. Like, I know people will come at you, come at me and say, well, this, this one episode of One Piece, uh, looked okay. And I'd say, wow, it's one episode in a thousand. Fuck you. But uh yeah it's 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 just throwback to like that style of animation where like you watch it and it and even like when you watch it like I have I I I downloaded the Blu-ray version of it and you watch it and it's glossy it's it looks low quality like it's it this would look amazing on a CRT like it just would uh, and people would look at that, that stylistic choice and say, yeah, that means it's objectively, objectively bad. And I want to objectively punt them into space. Like, these people that think, like, artistic choice is a bad thing, go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. Like, fuck you. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying you can't critique uh, an artist for choosing to do something. But, like, like, if you were to say, well... Four aspect, 4.3 aspect ratios are bad because reason. Like, I can't even think... Like, that's one of those things where I'm like... I can't imagine someone, like, caring that much about it to criticize it. Like, it's hard for me to, like... Like, you could criticize this for having, like, iffy animation. I think that'd be justifiable. Uh, because, like... I mean, even those old anime, like like, had decent moments of animation. Like, no, none of, like, this doesn't really have, uh, Interstellar 5555 doesn't have the charm of old anime. It's just trying to, like, like uh, appeal to that era of anime. Where, like, it, it will look, in, uh, it'll look bad on purpose, but it looks good. Um, if we were talking about, like, like classic Gundam or something, and someone was like, wow, I hate the fact 
uh, that <laughs> you can tell uh, that you can, there's a cell error there, uh, error there where someone's hair got caught on a cell and they didn't fucking bother to replace it. And that's a piece of fucking animation they reuse a thousand times because this was created on a shoestring budget. Like, yeah, you can, you can like criticize uh, stuff for like stuff like that. But when, when like a piece of art makes a deliberate choice, like, why would, like, it'd be one thing to say, hey, I think it would be cool if this was created in this other way. But I acknowledge that it's it's trying to do something, and I think that's cool as well. Like, that's the closest to a criticism you can get of the aspect ratio. Uh, and I know I'm harping on this, this one little thing. But, like, I, I saw, like, two reviews. Like, I googled Interstellar 5555. I don't even remember why. And, like, two reviews were just calling out the aspect ratio. And it's like, dude, it's not like it's not like this thing was, like, a widescreen thing and then got pan and scanned. No. it's It was made like this. Like, you can watch it, and it is deliberately framed in a 4x3. In, in a like, like there's, there's no moment where you're missing detail because of the aspect ratio. And that's the important thing. Like, that's why, like, 4x3 aspect ratios for movies is, like, a shitty thing, because usually movies are shot in widescreen. But this wasn't. It was shot like... it Well, shot. It was created this way on purpose because it's it's supposed to, like, make you feel like you're watching something at 4 a.m. on, like, the sci-fi channel that you just happen to see on TV. Like, that's that's the feeling it's trying to elicit. And, like, to say that... Like, it deliberately making an artistic choice is, like, a negative against it. Like, I fucking hate that shit. And I, and I know, like, you could make the argument that, like, well, like, uh, isn't, like, for example, uh, uh, if, uh, voice actor's bad, right? Isn't that an artistic choice? Uh, can I somehow not criticize a bad voice actor? Uh, and to that I'd say, uh, no, you, you can criticize everything. Like, there's no such thing as, as invalid criticism. But if your criticism... Like, when you criticize a, a something, you have to meet it where it's at. Like, you can't... I can't criticize sports games uh, because I don't like sports games. Like, if I said uh, uh, NF Madden 2020-whatever-the-fuck 20, is a bad game because I don't like sports games... I'm being reductive. I'm being stupid. Uh, but if I were to say, uh, they're like, like, uh, if I were to play them and I'd say, well, this is what I don't like about them. These are the, these are the aspects I don't. Uh, and it just so happens that they're football games. So, and I don't care that much about football, but here's the aspect of the game design. I don't like lots well, of valid criticism. And I'm acknowledging the fact that this is not something that's typically for me. Uh, and I actually approach criticism in this way. It's just poor, really. Um, I, I I just really wish people could meet media where it's at. Like, I can tell what Interstellar five 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 is trying to do, and I don't think it's 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 difficult to meet it where it's at. You know, I could criticize it, uh, and and I, and I and I could very easily. Like, um, the occasionally there will be like. Uh, a work like they'll use like um, uh, they'll have like performances in the the anime where they're playing the music, 
but the music, like, they're playing the music, but, like, what they're strumming and, and stuff doesn't match up with the song at all. It's just very, it's almost stock animation. Uh, and I don't know if that's intentional or not, but I know it doesn't look good. Like, like I'm not saying it has to be. Uh, like it has to look amazing. Like, like it has to like have this super photorealistic strumming animations or anything. But I think not having that means that when you show those performances and like you spend a lot of time like showing the characters on stage, uh, and they're just like zooming, zooming around. And the only time I feel like it ever matches up is like when the drummer's doing the, doing the drummer thing, which by the way. Uh, peak character design in that drummer. Like, seriously. He's fucking... He looks so fucking dumb and goofy. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's really all I want to say about Interstellar 5555. Uh, if you want to criticize media, like, do so. But you have to meet it where it's at. Like, you can't criticize... Uh, you can't criticize a hamburger because it's not a slice of pizza. In the same way that... Uh, you can't look at like an artistic choice, like an aspect ratio, and deign that that artistic choice is bad in and of itself. <sighs> wow. I'm surprised I was able to do this. Like, yeah, we're only at 30 minutes. And when I edit it down, it's, well, it's going to be about 30 minutes. Um... But uh, I'm I'm actually surprised. Like I'm fucking exhausted. I just <laughs> I just worked a, a full shift. Like our, our shop's back open now, um, which I'm very grateful for. I could lose my job at any moment, though. That's fun. That's a fun thing. Uh, don't worry about me, or do worry about me. I I don't fucking control you. Uh, but yeah, um, this has been an episode of We Hate Anime, kind of. Mike hates anime. There you go. <laughs> Uh, if you like a solo thing like this, uh, let us know, because I could very easily do, like, a short thing every other week, where we do the main episode, and then have one of us do, like, a, 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 a rambly-type deal like this. It wouldn't be impossible. Um, yeah, uh, thanks for joining me. Uh, you can get our links in the description. Uh, if you are on YouTube, please subscribe. If you are on an audio thing, please leave a rating, comment, like us, share us, uh, follow us on Twitter. I have been losing so many followers lately. Uh, I don't know why. I've, been, I've not been particularly cringe, not more than usual. Um, and uh, with that said, uh, this has been Mike from We Hate Anime. Uh, next episode, we are going to be talking about Katana Gatari, episode three. Uh, which is a really cool episode, and I look forward to it. I really fucking want everyone to be together for that one. Uh, just because uh, it's the episode with the MILF. Uh, and I know uh, Moth uh, will be horny. Uh, but he won't call it horny. He'll uh, he'll call it, uh, uh, look, a MILF. <laughs> I'm so fucking, I'm fucking tired. I'm, I'm gonna fucking stop recording now. And go to fucking bed. Y'all take it easy. I'm sorry that this is so short. And and God. I'm so sorry y'all. I really fucking am. Um, the next episode was is going to be a real episode. I promise. Even if I have to uh, break out uh, Tidowidu again. Uh, 
which I'm more than willing to, because that that episode's pretty fucking cool. Pretty poggers, if I do say so myself. Um, But yeah, Uh, thank you all for joining me. I'm going to take a drink of my tea as soon as I hit the stop button, baby. Yeah! I'm not afraid to